Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. So this week's episode is inspired by a quote that I saw on social media. It's actually a quote attributable to J.J. Watt, who was a football player. I don't know the position, but he just retired from the Arizona Cardinals. Very good. Laura is the football guru out of this duo. (laughs) And um, Mel Robbins had posted it to her Instagram earlier this week. And so the quote is, Confidence isn't about walking in a room and thinking you are better than everyone. It's walking in and not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. So good. I mean, so good. Yeah. And this week we wanted to talk about the the topic of confidence. Um, Something that Laura and I certainly had to really practice and grow that muscle of confidence especially right now when we're in the throes of still building our firm, but even more so when we went out on our own and having to answer to all the questions that everybody has about the business and the vision that we have and really developed into, you know, these conversations with other women and other colleagues of what are you doing and really having to be able to not question ourselves and just be very um, firm in our beliefs as to where we're going with this firm. I mean, it also, I think, applies to us being podcasters, which we're, we love to do. And it's definitely a um, facet of Laura and I and our business that we, I don't think we could envision us not doing it anymore. Definitely not. It's just such an important outlet for us. And with that, we talk about a lot of vulnerable topics on here. We talk about like real life stuff happening to the both of us, which requires the confidence to be able to be vulnerable and share. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about confidence. Which can be hard to do when you're in a profession where you feel like you need to seem tough all the time Mm -hmm. and not be vulnerable. And Like if you asked me, even when I was your age, right? So how many years have you been practicing? 10? Almost 10. Yeah. So I've been practicing almost 21. And so even when I was out 10 years, if you had told me that I would one day like have a podcast where we'd be talking about life issues and stuff like that, I would have said, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, it, it has to do with having the confidence to not compare yourself to anybody at all. And I think that that's something that's developed over time. Yeah. Like Conf- not born with that. No, confidence in my definition is certainly a muscle. And I know that a lot of people will say this as well. A lot of thought leaders in personal development and growth will say that confidence is a muscle. There is really no starting point and ending point of confidence. Like Laura said, you're not just like born confident. You're not also just trained to a certain point where you're like, oh, I'm confident in everything that I do. But I feel like this quote is such a good measure, right? If you were to do that visualization exercise and said to yourself, like for us, let's walk into um, an event with all of our colleagues from our county bar association and walking in there, 
and not having to say, oh, I bet I had more cases than this one, or oh, I bet I've settled more cases, or I have a bigger team than this one. Like we never think those thoughts. No. And when I was younger, my thoughts were, I don't have as much experience as this person. And I haven't handled as many cases as this mm-hmm. person. And I'm not as experienced as this yeah. partner that I'm working for. And that's why I say it really is something that's developed over time because I wouldn't say that I was not confident. It's just different. I just, at that point in time, so many years ago, would compare myself to other attorneys that I worked with and who I had cases against and think that I was lesser because I didn't have the same experience, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I was not, I guess I, I was not confident in myself because I was comparing myself for a long time yeah. to so many other people. And then fast forward to when I had kids, forget it. I'm not as good as these other attorneys because I have to leave the office to get home to my kids. Right. Um, I can't work on the weekends because we have sports this weekend. Like you name it. And I would feel like I was lesser than because of other things that I had going on in my life. And mm-hmm. it's only now, really, I would say maybe over the last year or two or something like that, where I really stopped comparing myself to anyone. Because, yeah. you know, as we've grown personally, you realize that you're on your own journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And actually, if you guys will remember, if you're an avid listener to our podcast, confidence is one of my words for 2023. That's correct. So when I read this quote online, it resonated with me because I shut down the comparison game like years ago. And it was right around actually after I had Olivia, because you see the picture perfect, like moms on Instagram with all of their parties and Mm -hmm. their, you know, decor and they can keep their house clean, even though they have a newborn running amok. And I'm like, that's not going to be my reality. And I just like accepted it, I guess, but also had confidence that I'm not doing a lesser job just because somebody else is doing the job differently. And I think that's important. Yeah. But then this quote really resonated with me because we've talked about, you know, confidence in your abilities. And that was something that I felt like I kept on struggling with. Of like, I know my stuff, but I'm just nervous. I feel like I didn't have like a safety net to fall back on or somebody was always agreeing with me and like maybe affirming the thoughts or the decisions or the strategies I have. So that's how I'm still working on confidence. And again, I have to keep building it. Like I would build a muscle, like you would build a muscle at the gym or you would learn a new skill. I think confidence falls in that bucket. And I think it's a disservice to think that you are either just born with confidence or you're not, or if if you don't have it now, it might be too late for you to get it. Right. Like, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the truth whatsoever. No, it's definitely something that's developed over time. And I can, I can just see it thinking about the span of my career, because I think of just the definition of confidence so much different now than I did way back when. So now I look at it as comparing myself to myself Mm -hmm. and not anybody else. Um, And you said something that's so important. It's like, 
you know, you see social media, it has so many benefits, but so many negatives as well. Yeah. And one of the negatives is seeing what other people are doing and seeing, you know, that other people might be building their firm different than we are and doing things different than we are. Like you mentioned other moms, like on social media and Mm -hmm. comparing yourself to them. And so where I am now, I can look at, and I'm thinking of one firm in particular, I won't say which one it is, but it's a firm that I love. I love the founding partner. And you know, when I see him put things out on LinkedIn, he started his firm, I think, 14 years ago. And when I see him put things out on uh, LinkedIn about things that his firm is doing, and they have a new partner and all these different things, like, I don't think to myself, oh, no, like, I should be doing that. Right. He's here and I'm here and I'm not doing well enough. Like I, every time I see his post, I am so excited for him and what his firm is doing. I love what they stand for. I love what they're doing. And I'm just genuinely happy for him and what he has built. And I don't look at it like, oh my God, I'm not good enough because I'm not doing what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Oh, that is so important. And it actually dovetails exactly where I was thinking this conversation was going to go, which is how you receive information and how you process it. Like how you can see another person succeeding and you're like, wow, that doesn't take away anything from me, right? Like that, to me, it actually shows that that's an opportunity. That's, that's a path that I could be on if that's what I wanted, because he's showing that it's possible, right? And for Laura and I doing this podcast, it's the same thing. Like we felt that there had to be a way we could serve other women, particularly other professional women that might be going through the same stuff that we are. And we chose to be vulnerable on here. And by the way, there's no level of comparison to other or like lack of confidence as to other podcasters that might be doing it differently. This is how we do it. Like that's, that's just what it is. And the way that we want to improve is by having a conversation of like, how could we serve better? How could we serve the people that are listening to the podcast better and not how can we be more like X, Y, or Z? Right. right. It's about how we want to be. Mm-hmm. But if you think back to before we started our own practice, were you in that mindset? No. No. <laughs> no. But it, I think that that's, I think that's a testament to the the changes and the choices that we made, because if we didn't make the choice to do it this way, we would have had to be like, you know, held hostage to the way, the old way of thinking, the old way of doing. Like if you're not putting in all the hours, you're not doing the work. Well, that's mm-hmm. actually not true because right. I'm, yeah, that's, we'll leave it at that. Uh, it's, it's just not true. It's just not true. And those kinds of statements can really hold somebody back so tremendously if you believe them, because then you can't realize your own potential and you can't realize like how, what proof you have to look back on to say you are confident, you can make really great decisions, you can, you do possess the skills to do whatever it is that you are doing. You know, if you're an attorney like us, you can bring in those big clients, you can service them in a very robust and well-rounded way. Um, And I think that that's a tip that I want to drop here for building confidence. You know, it's great if we, if we talk about what confidence is and how we define it, but you need to also have some tactical tips to take with you. So I think my tip to contribute here to this conversation would be if you want to determine whether or not you are a confident person or if you possess confidence, 
take a look back at the successes that you've had in whatever area it is, right? If you look back and I've heard this called like your book of proof, Mm -hmm. there is a very well-known direct marketer from our, from Beachbody that we used to follow. She was like a top leader in the company. And I remember her calling it a book of proof. Like go back and look at your wins. Look at the things that you've done well and write those down and remind yourself of like the things that you were able to achieve because that's a deposit into your confidence bank. There, you, you can't look back at that and be like, oh, but that was just a success then. No, but that's proof that you can do yeah. whatever it is that you're wanting to do. And it's most likely that when you go back and look at your successes, they were things where you were being true to yourself. Does that make sense? Because yes. when we were in a place where we were not confident and not feeling great, not sure where to go, comparing ourselves ourselves to other people, mm-hmm. um, we were not in a very authentic place. Yes. Right. So we were in a time period where we we weren't true to ourselves. We were trying to work all the hours and do all the things and fit into a model that really wasn't true to us. Yes. And that changes over time. Right. So yes. that model was true to me when I first started practicing and I was working for a big law firm and I was working for seven different partners. And so I but I wasn't married. I, I didn't have kids like I I was in a totally different phase of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's what you knew. It's what I knew. Right. And it's what I thought it was supposed to be. Right. Right. I didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I got older and I had kids, it changed. Yeah. And so that was no longer true to me. And when that was no longer true to me was when I think my confidence really dipped because I was then comparing myself to everybody who was doing it the old way, right? And I was at that point struggling to continue the old way. Mm -hmm. And so I thought there was something wrong with me. And like, why couldn't I keep doing it that way? Yeah. But it's because at the time it wasn't true to me. I absolutely love that, which we could dovetail off and talk about that for about 10 more hours if we really (laughs) wanted to. But it's, it's really so true. You're going to feel it. Like it's a feeling it's so that's why people will listen and be like, you guys, you, sometimes you're just a little like, out there. but it's so true. Like you really have to tap into yourself and realize how much you can trust yourself and your gut feelings and like your instincts, because this ties into right around the same time where Laura and I were like, we are not living up to this expectation of this standard of confidence and expertise. Therefore, we must not be doing something right. Therefore, we have no basis to say that we're confident. And oh, by the way, maybe we don't even want to do this thing anymore right. because of it. Mm-hmm. It just, it compl- it was like a snowball effect downhill so fast. And then on the flip side, now I can say every single day, practicing law is a part of something that I just love to do. And I, you know, I was thinking like this week, it doesn't even, I mean, yes, what we do is super stressful, yeah. right? Like yes. Amy had the day of all days yesterday. Her email was hacked. Such a nightmare. So bad. But a lot of days, it doesn't even feel like work. Yeah. Like it doesn't really feel like we're coming to work. Like in our past life, it was okay. Got to get to the office, be here by this time, leave at this time, blah, blah, blah. And now 
it doesn't, for me, it doesn't really feel like I'm coming to work. No, like those general notions of like trudging in to get there for the 9am call, you know, like all of that is kind of dispelled. The day feels a little more flow state like it feels a little more fluid than it ever has and that also is a product of the kind of work that we're doing we're we're doing a lot of different more transactional heavy work too especially right now but it's like all of that considered it really is exactly what Laura said it's tapping into the authentic way that we wanted to practice law by doing it this way building the firm that we're the way that we're doing it practicing and and serving specific clients that we want to work with and not just everything that, you know, touches the doorknob to come inside. That's not so like you could not have said, (laughs) but I, I want to say one other thing too, about that is that if you're doing something the same old way and it's not sustainable, it's never going to be successful. That's right. And I can't even, cannot even emphasize how differently we are building and operating our business now as opposed to where we were even four years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right now, Amy and I are both in leggings <laughs> and sneakers. And oh basically matching, matching too. Right. You're watching. Not, not plans. <laughs> not planned. Um and four years ago, we could have net like I would have thought that I wasn't working. I wasn't right. dressed appropriately. Oh my God, I'm not a good lawyer. I'm not in fancy clothes. I'm not dressed. Like it's just, it was a totally different mindset. Yeah. And where we are now, here in the middle of the day, in our office, enjoying our work, mm-hmm. in leggings, matching shirts, <laughs> recording our podcast. This, what we are building is now true to us. And That's why when I go on LinkedIn and I see my colleague building his firm, who, by the way, it's totally, it's different. A completely different firm. Building it a different way. I feel like it's more of a traditional law firm. Yeah. But I'm so happy for, like, I can look at him and say, wow, that is good for him. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. It's not what we're building, but it's different. But that is true to him. And this is true to us. That's the ultimate takeaway though, is that. The comparison is going, what is the, what is the phrase? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Literally comparison is going to steal every ounce of the, of the joy that you have in the process of whatever it is that you're building, creating, striving for. And so for us, I think it's really important to leave here that the way that we're doing things might not necessarily be joyful to everybody else. Absolutely. There are, I'm sure, other attorneys out there that look at us and be like, okay, yeah, but that's not a real law firm. It's not a real law firm, right? <laughs> uh, because it's it's just not the traditional model. And that's totally fine. Hey, guess what? We're like, okay, bless and release. Right. Do it your way. We're yeah. going to do it our way. And we're totally fine in our bubble doing it our own way yeah. and serving the clients that we're serving. So yeah. don't take away from this episode that you have to be doing the things that Laura and Amy are doing in order to be confident. Take away from this episode that you need to start searching within you to figure out those wins and that, that book of proof for yourself to show that you are confident and leaning into those whispers that we always talk about of where you think you're being the most authentic you. 
where, where you feel the most confident and then follow that light and see where that kind of takes you. Yes. So that when you do walk into a room, you don't think you're better than everyone else. You walk into the room and you compare yourself to only yourself and not anyone else at all. So we hope these tips were helpful. We thank you for spending time with us and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.